A growing problem in the retail uh, food business is uh, uh, customers. They want more products, right? And, you know, as retail business owners uh, in food, you know, specifically, it's hard to accommodate everyone, right? Because you got to make everything in badges you can. You know, I mean, depending on, you know, what your price point, you know, obviously the higher the price point, the more... uh, individually you can make your your um items but okay um on the the low price point you got to make everything in large scale so you got someone that you know wants a pretzel with only you know 50 percent salt right and it's like okay you got you know like a lot of snacks that are lightly salted you got you know the chips you know lays they got lightly salted you can go to any store they they got pretzels they're lightly salted right but it's like with uh with the soft pretzel you know it's like they only come in salted or no salt right so it's like how do you do lightly salted uh pretzels right uh, uh, more 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 important question is why should you do lightly salted pretzels right i mean <clears throat> you know like who cares <laughs> um so okay so you have uh, whatever your customer base is, doesn't really matter the percentage, right? Because it works, it works to scale, right? So, you know, let's say, you know, 10% of the people that are ordering uh, your regular salted pretzels, you know, they get their pretzel and they go to their car. They go out to their car, they're, you know, they're walking, say they're shopping, right? They only, you know, they got one hand holding their bag of stuff, they got the other hand holding the pretzel, you know, what do they do? You know, how do they slap the salt off the pretzel with only one hand? You know, or say you're in your car, you got your pretzel, you're ready to go, and you're like trying to get the salt off the pretzel and it gets all over your car, it gets on your floor and your seats or whatever, you know. Or even say you you got both hands free, you're walking around the mall, you know, and you're trying to get the salt off your pretzel. It's it's, it's falling out of the thing. It's getting all over the floor now the 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 custodial staff they're looking at you because you're getting salt everywhere everyone's pissed at you you know so okay or you could just eat it hunched over a trash can but i mean is that good for the consumer do they want to be smelling garbage while they're eating eating their pretzel you know no okay so um so obviously there is at least a small demand for a semi a lightly salted pretzel considering how many salty snacks are already on the market like chips and prepackaged pretzels and things like that those little fucking uh soybeans that are like flash fried and packaged they got lightly salted. every every most things that is like like a salt variety comes with like a lightly salted option you know what i mean at least like most prepackaged stuff does anyway i mean it's harder to do, to make things fresh uh, this way, but pretzel, pretzels are in a nice little area where it can be, it can be done efficiently. So, you know, you make your pretzels in batches, you, you pull them out of the oven. Um, you just got all your base pretzels. Um, and then obviously you put the butter coating on it and that's the same for, you know, whether you got your regular pretzels, you got your cinnamon sugar, jalapeno, almond pretzels, you got all the different pretzels that goes in the oven and you put butter on it. And then you get your two-third hotel pans out, and then you got one with your salt, you got one with your cinnamon sugar, you know, with your uh, almonds, you got, you know, your jalapenos and stuff like that, you got your pepperoni, you got it all ready to go. 
nice little almond crunchy almond coating <laughs> and um so ugh, god so you take the um your pretzel off the tray and then you know you got your two-thirds hotel pan of uh cinnamon sugar you know so you make your batch of cinnamon sugar you grab it with one hand and you flip it over and then you dip it in the cinnamon sugar and then it sticks to the butter and then you put it on the other tray and then either you or someone else you know you bag it up and put it in the thing um and it's ready to sell and then it just sits there until someone orders it right so you know same thing with the salted pretzel right so you take it you you dip it you put it in you just do that right and you're like well how do we make a whole new product how do we make a lightly salted pretzel it sounds so it, i mean it doesn't sound complicated at all does it right no it's like okay so two different ways one um two different methods one for high demand and one for low demand right um and we'll get there so let's let's go ahead and uh, circle back to why why should we offer this to customers you know do they want it are they going to buy it you know let's think about what are the what are the costs what are the benefits right <laughs> so okay so uh first of all uh, customers love choice. They love having options, right? And that's something tons of market research. You know, I can include some some sources and stuff like that. You know, that says customers do value options. They get more buying satisfaction from having different choices, right? Um, so it's like you know, you have different layers. It's like why do you go to the the wing the uh, chick? You know, you go to B Dubs, and it's like what if you go there and they only got like mild or um what's the really hot one uh <laughs> blazing if what if you go to b-dubs and they've only got mild or blazing what is that do you i mean if you're someone who eats either mild or blazing that's that works for you but what if you want medium you want hot you want um uh what's in but you know they got one in between hot and blazing they got some options they got choices and that's what that's what people get value wise from those options you know it they're like if they only have mild or blazing i'm not going i don't fucking want <laughs> i don't want either of those you know um and good for me you know i can get wings somewhere else that works for me right but does it work for b-dubs no because they want my business they want people to come in they want people to spend money there right or else they wouldn't be in business they wouldn't be selling their product they wouldn't be making money right so Choice. Consumers want choice, right? It's as simple as that. Um, convenience. That's the other big factor here, right? Because, you know, you still got the people that are going to go, they want their pretzel, but they don't want as much salt on it. So they're going to go order the regular pretzel and they're going to, you know, shake the salt off, right? And they're going to wipe it off. They're going to get it all over their car, all over the floor. The, uh, they're going to be holding it with one hand. They got the shopping bag in the other hand. They're going to be like, well, how do I do this? You know? And is that convenient for the customer? No. Right? So does a customer want a more convenient experience? Y yes. Same, you know, same things, you know, research. I'm gonna, I'll post some links and stuff like that that say... Actually, let me read this uh, while I'm speaking into the mic. Uh, let's see. 70% of consumers would pay more 
if they knew the experience would be convenient. 75% would switch companies if they found out a competitor was more convenient to do business with. 68% say a convenient customer experience alone will make them return to a brand or company. That's from cmswire.com. I don't know where they got got their research from, but who cares? <laughs> um, I think I, you know, I think it's pretty, um, pretty. It's a it's a pretty big standard that uh, customers want convenience and they want choices. You know, I don't think there's a lot of people, you know, arguing, you know, doing their uh, DBA um, dissertations, going. Customers actually don't want choices. They actually they actually want a less convenient experience and I'm prepared to back that up with facts and data. Like, okay. Like it's, it's pretty, it's pretty common knowledge that, you know, more choices and more convenience makes a better business, but I'm going to include some sources anyway. Okay. So what do we get from this, right? More choice, more convenience, right? What does that mean? More sales and more growth, right? More choices means appealing to a bigger market, right? You do have those people that aren't buying pretzels because they're honestly people like me that think the pretzels are too salty, you know, or or they think the unsalted pretzels are too boring. You know, I just want a little something, you know, just a little, a little, little something, something, you know, just a bit, just a tad, right? And I'm not saying there's a lot of people like me. I don't, I'm not even saying that there's any other people like me, I might be the only person, but I mean, that's one more sale, which is more money, right? So yeah, if you can, and you know, I understand, you know, again, there's a cost benefit to everything, right? So yeah, obviously it would be pretty detractory, um, to the business model to cater to one specific person or one very small market, um, ordinarily, right? Because if there's like a whole new product that you got to do, you got to do market research, you got to come up with ideas, you got to formulate it, you got to implement it. You know, there's a whole lot of operational hangups that go into doing that. You know, you got to come up with a whole marketing campaign, print and advertising. That's expensive, right? So you can follow through on it. But with this idea, it's actually cheaper to implement the product than it is to sell what you're already selling, right? Um, now, I, I did some loose math on this. Um, and we can all agree that the amount of salt that goes in a 50%, uh, you know, a lightly salted pretzel versus a, a regular pretzel, it's it's negligible, right? The amount of money you're going to save from selling this specific product, right? Um now this math is definitely not accurate at all because you know the I, the numbers I got were just from a quick Google search, but I mean, they they work well enough to you know because again it it all kind of averages out, <laughs> um, but it's like the average uh, franchise makes six hundred thousand dollars worth of revenue if you can assume that you know twenty thousand or twenty percent of that revenue is from the original pretzels uh, specifically then you know, you can essentially, you know, gather a, a fixed number of pretzels that they're selling, um, which in this case, you know, you could roughly say is 40,000 pretzels, right? Uh, each pretzel, they put half a teaspoon of salt on. So if you're selling a lightly salted pretzel, that would only be a quarter teaspoon of salt. <laughs> Again, like, let's say, um, you know, 10% of people want the, uh, 10% of people that buy the original pretzel are the people that are buying them just to shake off the excess salt, right? So not even the people that are 
not buying pretzels to begin with. People that are already spending their money on these pretzels, right? So we're not getting any new business from them. But they're buying the pretzels and they're shaking the salt off. And, you know, we could say 10% of people are doing that, right? Or at least 10% of people are buying a salted pretzel that would prefer less salt. Either way. So 10% of 40,000, that's 4,000 pretzels sold per year per franchise. Um, So if you do the math on, you know, like the wholesale price of salt, um, you know, I'm assuming they use a pretty, pretty good quality. Um, but obviously they have a really good buying group, so they're going to get it very, very cheap. Um, but in this case, you know, if you say, you know, like a dollar per pound, um, which is cheaper than some estimates I've gotten some from reply people. Um, and honestly, the more expensive the salt is, the better (laughs) it helps my argument, but we're saying it's, it's cheap. We're saying it's, you know, the cheapest salt you can get that's still, aligns with the um quality concerns of the brand which which you know for our uh hypothetical scenario would be about a dollar per pound so that adds up to about 0.65 cents per pretzel so you know you're selling about four thousand of these pretzels per year per store at 0.65 percent you're only saving 13 dollars a year uh per franchise um, which is just such a negligible amount of money, you know, it's definitely like, you're probably losing that much just to, you know, cashiers not balancing their drawer correctly. You know, I mean, we don't do that many cash transactions anymore, but, uh, whatever <laughs> credit card processing, you're losing way more, uh, just on credit card processing than you are on the cost of salt for the people that don't want that much salt. Um, but still that adds up to over 12, 1290 franchises that's like 16 grand um so i mean that is you know sixteen thousand dollars in our in our country's gdp right again it's not that much it's all pretty negligible you know you're you're losing money just from you know not knowing the fastest way home because you're burning gas you know not taking the right side street just to get back to your house you know yeah there's no way that money is recoverable I mean, it is in theory, but what I'm saying is that this implementation is actually, again, cheaper than offering a whole new product altogether, right? Because again, you can boost your sales any way you want, but if you want to, if you want to add a whole new product, you know, like if you're like, oh, we got jalapeno pretzels, what if we do habanero pretzels, you know, then you gotta, you gotta basically start over from scratch. You gotta, you know, come up with a whole new recipe. You gotta pay people to, you know, come up with the new options. Again, you gotta do print and marketing stuff like that. With the lightly salted option, you don't have to do all that. You know, you don't really have to market it that much. Um, I'd still recommend, you know, spending a little bit, um, you know, on print and advertising just to let people know there is a lightly salted option. You know, um, but even if you don't do that, you know, you're not. <laughs> Um, it's not going to hurt either. It, I mean, yeah, you can definitely risk money by doing, um, print and advertising, but you don't have to, cause you can just put it on the menu and that's free, you know, and people, people will come and they'll see, and then they'll buy it. So it, yeah, it really depends on <clears throat> if you believe that it's going to increase sales enough to justify increased marketing, but it doesn't have to, you know, y- you know, you could do this, uh, 
without spending any extra money. You can offer a whole new product without going through all that. And you can do it and save money at the same time. Again, a negligible amount of money. But you're actually running a business cheaper than you would be and you're offering more convenience and more choices. You're getting more sales and you're saving money, right? So it doesn't really matter how up it scales, how far up it scales, because you don't have to invest any money. You don't have to lose money on this, but you can increase your sales regardless, right? You're saving money and you're making money, right? So it really doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously there's some, you know, branding concerns, you know, if you give too many people, you know, too much to think about, sometimes they're like, eh, I don't know. Um, but again, I, uh, <laughs> I'm backtracking. Yeah, again, choices overall is better, but yeah, I think sometimes too many choices can be bad, but there's not a whole lot of stuff on their menu, honestly, at your pretzel location. And it definitely fits more like in your product offerings than like some of the other things that they, they sell anyway. Uh, like a pizza pretzel, like what, what is that? You know, (laughs) um, okay. So talking about high demand versus low demand. So if we're, um, starting on the high demand curve, I mean, that's the easiest, that's what's, that's what we like to hear, right? People want, you know, the lightly salted pretzels. And that's literally the easiest scenario ever. All And it's the most money-making scenario, too. Because um, all you got to do is when you're making your batch of, you know, you got your regulars, you got your cinnamon sugar, you got your jalapeno pretzels, right? It's literally you just take it, you dip it, you go, you just run and gun, earn and burn. Um, so, yeah, there's, like, no, like, risk there if if the demand holds up with it, right? Um, with, a, with low demand... Um, then it's, you know, it's obviously harder to gauge, um, you know, uh, precisely, you know, you lose precision when you don't have as many people buying the pretzels. So it's hard to say where sales are at when they're sporadic. Um, now from having worked at a place that sold pretzels like that, um, I, you know, there are some things that I, that I understand, um, with how this goes, how you can actually keep up with whatever low demand there is without having to sacrifice product quality. So, uh, two different ways you could do it. You know, when you make your batch of pretzels, just like take one at the end, you know, that's still on the tray, sprinkle some salt on there. Cause it's the last one. You don't have to worry about salt getting on the other pretzels. Cause you already bag them up and they're ready to go. Right. So like out of every batch, you just make one lightly salted pretzel and you have it, you know, just in case someone wants it. Um, otherwise, one of the other things I noticed is that making pretzels like this every now and then, like once per batch, pretty much you would get one, um, that didn't have enough butter on it. And what that meant is that when you dip it in the salt, not enough salt sticks to it, which is already a, that, that, what that is, is a lightly salted pretzel. What we would, what you'd have to do is either add some more butter or, you know, stick it in there and really really have at it you know really go at it you know and that's more work for the employee um that's more time spent you know that they could be doing something else i mean who cares that it's making you know they're making these batches in the downtime when there's you know not a big rush so um you know whether or not they gain extra time from doing this who's to say but i mean what 
what you could be doing instead of spending extra time and energy to correct a flawed pretzel is you could take that pretzel that is flawed, right? And it's flawed because it's not on the menu. It doesn't fit the product offering, right? It's a bad pretzel because it has less salt. But you could be taking that flawed pretzel and you could market it as something else. You could market it as a feature, right? It's not, it's not a flaw. It's a feature. Like, um, like with the dum-dum suckers, how they take all the leftover ingredients and they make a mystery flavor at the end of every, you know, cycle that they're making batches with or, you know, how Domino's, um, what they would do with their orders that people, if someone called in an order and they didn't pick it up, then, you know, they'd be like, uh, should we throw it away? Should we give it to the employees to take home? Oh no, we'll rebrand it as something else that's beneficial for the customers, which is, um, I forget what it was called, but they were basically like, you get like a hidden, you get like a surprise treat. Sometimes you order, sometimes you get a little extra thing thrown in there. It's a little bonus item. And they marketed it that way. They had commercials saying, hey, if you order Domino's, you might get something that you didn't, that you didn't pay for. You might get something for free. And, you know, again, they're taking a flaw and they're turning it into a feature, right? So it's like you have three different ways you could implement depending on your demand level. Right, full impl- full implementation to keep up with a um, a high level of demand for people that want the lightly salted pretzels, right? Um, then you got you know two low options, right? You got one where you just make a pretzel every now and then, or you got one where you just take the the bad pretzels and then you repackage them as something good, right? And people don't know. People don't know it's a bad pretzel. They're like, ooh, lightly salted, you know? Ooh, more choices, you know? So people people pick up on that and they say, Ooh, look at that. More options, more features, more benefits, more things for me, more for me. I want more. And that's what people want because they're consumers because everyone wants their little treats. You know, everyone wants to, wants to feel like a little king or a little queen. They're just like, Ooh, I'm going to have go to the mall and have a little treat. You know, I'm going to oh, treat myself. And I want a little, I want a little pizza pretzel. I want a pretzel with not too much salt though. I don't want too much salt. I, I can't have too much salt, but I don't want to, I don't want a boring pretzel because it tastes boring. <laughs> so, because consumers are idiots and they're fickle <laughs> and they don't know how to make decisions for themselves. And yeah, sometimes they get mean. Like if they go to the mall and they're like, ah, this pretzel isn't the pretzel I want. So then they yell at the manager and the manager yells at them. And then, you know, it's a whole thing. And then that slows down productivity too. And that's bad for the employees, you know, because you don't want to give the employees a hard time. Right. So you're, you're basically satisfying the customer, right? You're giving them uh, more choices or you're giving them something that they already wanted that you didn't offer. Um, you're getting more business. So that's good for you as the business owner, you're getting more money and your employees, they either, cause I know myself having to correct those bad pretzels by like really getting, really getting it in the salt, getting more butter on there. It was annoying. It was a hassle or, you know, getting yelled at by customers because they want this or that. Both of those things are annoying to deal with right? So it's better for the employees too, to have this product offering, right? So it's good for the customer. It's good for you. And it's good for the employee. So it satisfies everyone by having this additional product offering, right? And you can sell it and save money by selling it, right? It's better as a financial decision to offer this because you can save $13 per year per location, right? But Again, thinking about the money, you know, as long as you're getting a couple in a couple extra sales, right? Then 
uh, let's say you get no sales, right? Um, okay, well, that's not going to work because obviously you're going to have to throw the pretzels out. Um, but again, let's say, you know, the, the flawed pretzels, you know, even not every single one, just every now and then you turn a flawed pretzel into a lightly salted pretzel. Again, that's what test markets are for, right? If people are buying them, then yeah, if people don't buy them, then whatever, it was a bad idea. Um, but again, as long as people are buying them, then you're not losing money by throwing away pretzels and you're also making sales too, right? You're non-customers you can turn into occasional customers and your occasional customers you can turn into frequent customers right which means you're getting more revenue and like i said the pretzels that you're selling them you sell at the same price point as an original pretzel but you're selling them cheaper than a regular pretzel right it's less expensive to sell them a pretzel that costs the same as the original pretzel right so yeah for every for every one of these pretzels that you sell you're keeping slightly more of that margin than a regular pretzel. So as long as, as long as people want them and, you know, based on the interactions, you know, I see people on Twitter saying, Oh, I want, you know, uh, someone's said that, you know, some people can't have too much sodium. That's like a real thing. You know, I mean, sodium is bad for your heart. You know I mean? That's why they sell the lightly salted uh, Lay's chips and the snacks and they sell all the low sodium snacks and TV dinners. You know, you got uh, so many other varieties. So there's, there's not very many indicators, um, that say that people don't want a low sodium or lightly salted option, you know, or a lower sodium. Right. Uh, so yeah, I think there's definitely a big area to make some money with this, uh, strategy. If I was a big pretzel company,